you've got your Bibles, I want to invite you to turn with me over to Acts 9. Continuing through Acts a little ways. Looking at Saul. It's interesting, though. I want you to, I want you to be, those of you, we, we're, we're kind of working through Acts. I don't know if you're realizing it. On Sundays and Wednesdays, every so often, we're just kind of methodically moving along. Don't really notice it, but it's happening. But when you see those images, when you see, when you hear of Christians being persecuted, and not just in Afghanistan, but all the Muslim countries and all the under, where they've had to go underground to where the church is, is on fire, revival is taking place. It's, it's being persecuted, yes, but under, during persecution, Look over in chapter 8, verse 4. It's in persecution that this happens. It's when God presses us down a little bit and we get out of our comfort zones and we have to go. Therefore, those who had been scattered went about preaching the word. So when, when Saul here, before his conversion there in chapter 9, was ravaging the church, the, the pressure was, was running people out and they were moving from where they were to new places and when they got to new places they started telling new people about Jesus how do you look at verse look over in chapter 9 verse 20 immediately he began to proclaim who are we talking about Chapter 9, Saul on the road to Damascus, God blinds him, Ananias, God comes to Ananias and said, hey, I want you to go find this man, he's blind, and Ananias is like, wait a second, I know this guy, I've had word about who this guy is, I know this guy, um, put, put the title up, Ty, put the title up, here's, here's, what I, here's where we're going tonight, this is what I want you to see. We all want to see, Ty. Y'all want to see? Be that guy. That's good. I like that. Pretty simple. Just a few letters capitalized. Be that guy. That's what we want to be tonight. Is we want to be that guy. In this world, in this world, there's something that is needed more than anything else, and it's to be that guy. And you're like, well, who are we talking about? Keep reading. Because we're not talking about Saul. We're not talking about Saul. And immediately he began, verse 20, to proclaim Jesus in the synagogue, saying, He is the Son of God. And, and those hearing him continued to be amazed and were saying, Is this not he who in Jerusalem destroyed those who called on this name? And who had come here for the purpose of bringing them bound before the chief priests? So the people, even the other disciples in Damascus, had wanted nothing to do with Paul, Saul. Because they had heard, they're like, wait a second, I'm, I've heard about that guy. I've heard about him. I know that one. I saw how he lived. I've heard his story. But Saul, verse 22, but Saul kept increasing in strength and confounding the Jews who lived in Damascus by proving that this Jesus is the Christ. Look at verse 23. When many days had elapsed, the Jews plotted together to do away with him. They wanted to kill him. They tried to kill him, but their plot became known to Saul. 
And they were also watching the gates day and night so that they might put him to death. And this is a believer. This is, he's, he, he has trusted Christ as his Lord and Savior. He has met Christ there. He's Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? He met Jesus and he's had this amazing conversion, but nobody gets it. His past is all they remember. His past is all they know. Be that guy. Guys, let me tell you something. Inside of the church, we can be the meanest thing on we can be the meanest thing there is. Taliban's nice compared to some Christians. Church folks can be really mean. Church folks can be very judgmental. There's nobody will hold a grudge any longer than a Christian. You wrong me and I will wipe you out forever. I mean, that's just, that's just kind of the Christian, Western, North American Christian way. I don't like you. You've done me wrong. I don't like how you did my kid. You didn't... Um, You didn't talk about my Easter dress. You didn't talk about my new Sunday shirt. You didn't mention my hairdo. And everybody else got a hairdo. And you mentioned their hairdos. But you don't mention my hairdos. Zap. You're gone. Guys, the church can be so mean. I've seen the meanest of mean over the last 20 years. And I've spent the last 20 years not out there, but in here. I've spent the last 20 years not out on the streets and in the slums and in the highways and byways of life. I've spent it right here inside the buildings. And church folks can be really mean. We can be really hurtful. We can say some horrible things. Holly asked me a question today. She's like, what's your favorite book of the Bible? I said, I like James. James, boom, 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 boom. Do this, do this, don't do this, do this, say this, do this. I love James. We'll get to James eventually. I like James. James talks about this. This thing's messed up. Guys, there's people. You know, we say it. There's people that could walk in this doors and some of you would almost faint. Or you might want to pass out you'd be like <gasps> and then some of you your first thought would be to lean over to your his or her and say can you believe she's here can you believe he's here you know I'm telling the truth you know it because because here's the deal We pray for lost people, but then we don't think lost people can change. We pray for, we pray for God to, to change us, and we pray, God, that you may use us and let, him be, let us be his hands and feet, and we want to be salt, and we want to be light, and we want to be difference makers, and we want to be his, his down here in this world. We're like camo Christians. We look like the world. They wanted to kill him. They wanted to kill him. Disciples took him by night, verse 25, and let him down through an opening in the wall, lowering him there in the basket. 
when he came to Jerusalem, he was, listen to this. I, I, I wanted to preach this Sunday and God didn't let me. When he came to Jerusalem, he was trying to associate with the disciples, but they were all afraid of him, not believing that he was a disciple. How many people have we in our life just said no to and blocked out and pushed away and judged and talked about and hurt so much that we just have... I mean, you, you, you read the account after his conversion, it's pitiful. It's like, give the guy a chance. He gets saved, and, and the dude that God sent to help him is like, no, I ain't going to him. I know that, that one. And the disciples in Damascus, they're like, no, I ain't messing with him. Jews are wanting to kill him. And, and then he comes to Jerusalem, and God's people, the guys that literally watched and walked with Jesus. It's interesting. It was the guys that actually walked with Jesus were like, uh-uh. You're like, well, Shannon, I'm, I'm waiting on who, who, who am I supposed to be? So far, you ain't painted me in a good picture. Verse 27. But Barnabas. But Barnabas. You know what the church needs more of? You want to see revival happen inside of this church? You want to see revival happen in Chapel Hill Baptist Church? Be Barnabas. You want to see, you want to see this church transform? Be Barnabas. Every single one of you. I ain't talking about the paid cats. I ain't talking about their wives. I'm talking about every single one of us who named the name Jesus as our Lord and Savior. Be Barnabas. You say, well, what does that mean? Look at what his name means. Go back over to chapter 4. Remember that whole conversation? Remember Ananias and Sapphira deal? Don't be Ananias and Sapphira. You won't last long. Some of you don't get that, do you? Y'all never forgot so soon. Now Joseph, verse 36 of chapter 4, now Joseph, a Levite of Cyprian birth, who was also called Barnabas by the apostles, which is translated means son of encouragement. You know what, you know what society needs in the midst of hurricanes? Y'all know what we've had this past week? We had a hurricane, an earthquake, and a war. Or at least a rumor of a war. It's funny on Facebook. Every time all that stuff happens, people start throwing out revelation. Like, oh, it's happening. It's the end times. It's coming. This is it. This is the worst one yet. Tell that to the Jews back, what, 50, 60 years ago. Tell that when Hitler was running around, Stalin, all them dudes. Go back. Let's just go back. Go back. Go back. Go back. Tag, it's our time now. It's our time now. You know what? You know what we need in the middle of 
hurricanes and earthquakes and wars and rumors of war. And when people call evil good and good evil, we need Barnabases. And we got people, the sky is falling and there's no hope and there's no way and there's no good and it's just bad, bad, bad. We need Barnabases. We need sons of encouragement. And you know what I believe? I believe, okay, I'm going to ask a question. Can God do anything? You got to answer a question. That was a mumble. Can God do anything? Let me ask this side. Can God do anything? Okay, here's what I believe then. I believe that God can take the meanest thing on the earth, the church. The meanest, most critical, most arrogant, most self-full of itself, most prideful thing, and He can change it. He can. He can change it. Because you know, honestly, think about it. Do an, do an inventory. Who's got a problem? Who's got a problem most of the time? And most of the time, our finger is going to start pointing. His fault. It's the music guy. It's always the music guy's fault. No, it's Ty's fault. It's the sound guy. Preacher ain't loud enough. Preacher's too loud. Listen, I can't control this. Hey, watch this. Hey, 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 hey. Ty's controlling every bit of that. So anything you don't like about me is Ty's fault. Seriously. We blame, we blame, we blame. We're pointing. What's the problem? We in the church, we don't take credit for nothing we did. It's them. And I believe what God can do is to break the heart of this body, break the heart of the church and see that, hey, you ain't got it all figured out. You were dead and he found you and gave you everything you got. Your best is absolute filthy rags. That's pretty humbling. Read the book, it's like, he didn't pick the best, he picked the pretty messed up. He didn't pick somebody that, that brought anything to the table. No, he picked the simple, common, base, everyday, run-of-the-mill, common, nothing to confound the wise. But for some reason, we think we're better than. We need to be Barnabases. We need to be sons of encouragement. Look, that's the context. That's where we get Barnabas and we get a... We, uh, I was thinking today, where would, where, would, where would 13 books of the Bible have been without Barnabas? You say, Paul wrote them. Yeah, but if it hadn't have been for Barnabas busting up in there saying, hold on, y'all, you need to listen to this guy. I've seen what he's doing in Damascus. I hear what he's saying. I see his heart's right. God is using him in a mighty way. You need to stop your judging. Stop your messed up self. You ain't no better than him. God, did God change you? Did God change you, church? God can change them. If God changed us, then he can change them. But what we've done is we have been like, here's what we've been. We've been like the disciples in Damascus. Oh, it can't be. We've been like the ones that want to kill them. No, it can't be. We've been like the disciples in Jerusalem. No, it can't be. Yes, he can. If God can save and change us, he can save and change anybody. Barnabas grabs him and says, but Barnabas. But Barnabas took hold of him and brought him to the, to the apostles and described to them how he had seen the Lord on the road. Barnabas, how did, 
how does Barnabas know how he had seen the Lord on the road? He probably went up to him and said, Harbo, what happened? Tell me your story. Tell me what God's done in your life. I'm glad you asked. I was headed to, I was headed to round some up and God met me. He heard his story. Brought him to the apostles, described to them how he had seen the Lord on the road and that he had taken, that he had talked to him and how at Damascus he had spoken out boldly in the name of the Lord Jesus. I can't preach that no more. All right, preacher, give me five steps of application. So what are you telling me to do? So I can write it down. Be a Christian. Be a a believer. Be a son or daughter of the father of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in 2021. Be a believer in 2021. Be a son of encouragement. Be a Barnabas. Be that guy. That's the guy we want to be. You say, who, how do you want me to be? <clears throat> this is, we find Barnabas later on here in a couple of chapters. He's going to be doing the same thing. He's just going to be encouraging him. Every time you see him, he's just, he's just encouraging him. That's what the disciples called him. He's like, wow, that Barnabas just went. You need to pick me up, go see Barnabas. You ready to jump off something tall, go see Barnabas. You at the Indio Rope, go see Barnabas. Wonder how many. Think about this. You want to know the dirt? Go see one of them. If you want to hear the gossip, call one of them. If you want to know the news, call one of them. If you want to hear the true story, call one of them. Versus, hey, be Christ in this world today. Be Christ in this world. In this world to where there are earthquakes and there are hurricanes and there are wars and rumors of wars and militant, non-Jesus believing regimes are coming in. Listen, innocent women and children have been being murdered forever. For straight up ever. Bible times, if it had not been for Jesus, women had no hope. There was no, in Bible times, Old Testament Bible time, women were not. I mean, it's like we're, we're shocked that all of this is happening. How can this be? It's always been. We've just closed our eyes to it. And you know what we say to ourselves? It's not real. It's not real. It's not real. So what we do is in this fairy tale, we create something that feels good and that makes us happy and that is fair and that is just and that's just the way we think it ought to be. And this book literally stands in direct opposition to that notion. We need to be Barnabases. Sons of encouragement. 
hey, the sky's falling. No, it ain't. Jesus is in control. The world's coming to an end. Yeah, he said he would. Be ready. There's no hope. Yes, there is hope. It's doom and gloom. The government is taking over. Yeah. Didn't we just didn't we just say that a couple of years ago? It's amazing how our church got quiet. Most people inside the church got really quiet when their Trump dude was in there. Because they didn't like the one eight years before because he was bad. If we label him bad, he's bad. No, you be Christ where you are. You control the things that you can control. You be salt, you be light in your tiny little baby sphere of influence. Do that. Just do that. Things outside of that, none of your business. I've talked about none of you here before. I will eventually. Ain't none of your business what they're doing over there. You take care of you. Imagine what God could do in this church. Imagine what God could do in this house. In your house, in your home, at your work, at your school. In your little group, in your little clique. And you know what? You may lose some friends. You may lose some invites. You may lose some Facebook friends. You may not get your thumbs up. You won't get the likes and the hearts and the smiley faces and all that. You may get some frowny, fiery faces. You ever get frowny, fiery faces? I have senior adult women with soft little fingers that have given me many frowny, angry faces. And they call me, I didn't mean to, but I don't know how to get it off either. I'm like, I don't have a clue. Just keep your soft little fingers off the button. We care more about those things, guys, today than we really need to. You go back. 10, 15, 20 years ago, nobody cared if you got a thumbs up or not. If you got a smiley face or not. It's unfortunate the world that we live in today that I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it even realer. Can I make it realer? Is that a word? Realer. Watch. I'm going to do this, and this crazy phone's going to see my face, and it's going to open up. That's crazy, ain't it? I never dreamed that happened. Actually, when I was a kid, I said, you know, I, I got to ask a Nobel Peace Prize winning person one day. I was in Washington, D.C., got picked to go, and I got to ask a Nobel Peace Prize winning dude a question. Is it too big of a risk to place human responsibility under the control of artificial intelligence? That was a pretty cool question back in the day, and now we're like, Nah, it's not too big. We're just going to let robots run everything and let computers run everything. But no, remember how we used to say this was the devil? This big box? But now this thing, I can look at it, I can mash that button. Now it's not just, it's not just that one's the devil, that little elf, blue elf will mess you up. You know that little blue elf? That little blue elf will ruin you. All right, let's back out of the little blue elf. You see that little circuly, 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 circuly thing called Instagram? That will mess you up because all you got to do is have somebody say, I don't like you. You mean. 
Are you ugly? Are you hateful? And I can't control any bit of that. But you know what I can control? Jesus told a woman one day at the well, he says, those who worship me won't worship me on a mountain, they won't worship me in Jerusalem, they'll worship me in spirit and truth. We care more about making that little blue elf happy than we care about making the God of this universe happy. We care about getting more, what is it even? I just forgot it. I've drawn a blank. Likes. Instagram likes. And I don't even know. This little group right here is laughing. They're like, oh my God, he don't even know about X, Y, Z. He really don't. I don't have a clue what y'all know about. You teachers are supposed to be able to control yourself. But I'm serious. I'm serious, guys. Here's the deal. We care more about we care more about this black box than this black book. We care more about, yeah, be the guy, be that guy, be that guy means go be somebody that everybody likes, that everybody knows, that everybody sells. That's not what I'm talking about. Be truth in the midst of a lot of chaos. Be truth in the midst of a lot of insanity. Be truth. They fire you, they fire you. They don't invite you to another get-together, they don't invite you. God saved you. God made you His. Oh, Lord, help us, God, help us. Help us, Lord, to let Barnabas. Everybody else is wanting to kill him. Everybody else is disassociating themselves from him. Everybody else. And they had reason, Lord. Saul had a past. Saul had a past. Ain't a person in this room that don't have a past. We don't want to talk about that, though. God, help us. I think 108's in the room right now, Lord. We 108. What do we need to change? What do we need to tweak? God, are we the, is is judgmental spirit is is pride is arrogance is are we better than everybody else? We can just judge everybody else. It's everybody else. Our fingers always pointing to them. World falling, panic, fear. Oh my! God, forgive us for just doubting you. God, help us. Oh, the world needs more Barnabases. It needs men of integrity and who are simply Lord, being used by you in a much, much bigger way. God, that's what we want to do is we want to be used by you in a big way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Night, night, guys.